Hi guys and girls, and thanks for joining us again today for another Team LRF podcast. Today I'm joined by Ryan Baptiste. If you don't know Ryan, Ryan is one of the leading men's physique athletes and one of Europe's leading men's physique athletes. Ryan, how are you doing? I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm happy to be on your podcast. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, sure. um, Ryan, Olympian, Arnold Classic runner-up. You know, rewind the tables five or six years ago. How does that feel to hear those words? Olympia and Arnold Classic runner-up. You know, how does that feel to hear that? No, like, like you saying that now, it does kind of uh, represent kind of the effort that I've put in through the years. You know, I've been in this sport a long time and, you know, me still hearing that, you know, knowing that I'm, I'm still there, mm. you know, especially like, you know, moving with the times and, the amount of competitors in this industry now. And I can still hear that. I've, you know, that feels good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. yeah. Ryan, you are probably one of the most relaxed competitors. <laughs> when, when I see you when you're four weeks out or three weeks out or six months out, always got a smile on your face, always chilled, got the kids running around you, not bothered. What's the secret, right? Tell me the secret. Um, I think well, the first one is time in. Mm. So meaning like I've been competing since 2009. So I think that helps. You know, I've learned from like what I sh should do and what I, sh what I shouldn't have done. Um, and having, you know, your other half, like understanding that, yeah, you've got to get up in the morning, early, do your thing. Um but what I do at the same time, I make sure I do certain things. Okay, so it's not just a one-sided thing where I'm just doing cardio, my meals, head down, don't talk to no one. I can't do that. So um, I've learned how to make sure I integrate everyone, you know, so it so it helps me actually carry out what I need to be need to need to be done, what needs to be done. Um, and that's important. A lot of people go head in and like just ignore everyone, don't answer messages, don't want to speak to no one. But <laughs> what, what happens like when you turn up at the competition, you have no one supporting you because you've just been, you know, so you need, I think that's the secret. You need to involve everyone else, whether, you know, when I mean involved, not like cooking your meals and stuff, just let everyone know what you're doing. Um, you know, share with them, you know, how it feels and they, you know, they might leave you alone anyway, but I mean, you know, you have to involve other people and that's, that's the important part. Um, with the relaxed side, um, I think I'm quite a laid back person anyway. Um, and I guess that helps. Smile on the face, I always like to smile. Even when I don't, like, I shouldn't smile, I'll smile anyway, because it makes me uh, feel more positive. Because I know that, being in a, you know, being unhappy only lasts like short, it's a short term thing. I always, there's always a better day. So just go with it. It's life, isn't it? You know, it's, it's life. We're only here for a little while. Then we're, we don't know where we're going to get, go to after. So we just enjoy it, you know? Yeah, I love that, man. Yeah. I love that. And, and, and you're right. I've, I've seen you compete from 2009. I remember chatting about like when we was backstage at Arnold saying, you know what? It's like the old days, you know, there was you, Remain, the other boys in the crowd who had done those same shows, you know, been around for a long time. That, that, that was really nice, man, to do mm. that. You know, yeah. looking at the Arnolds this year, it was the first time you competed for a while. Uh, that, that period of time is the first time you competed mm. for a while. First time yeah. on home soil for a long time. Um, first time on home soil as a pro, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally, I didn't even think about it until like, I was prepping for it, like, few weeks out, I was thinking, this is actually my first pro show um, in the UK, you know? Mm. Yeah. Friends, family there for the first time in a while? Yeah, exactly. Like, So I, I, I got my pro card in 2000, uh, 2014, and that was the last time that I had family and friends to actually watch me mm. um, compete. So, yeah, it, it was nice to have that crowd behind you and, you know, but even this family, like even randoms, I don't know who they are, but randoms are cheering your name anyway, you know what I mean? Because you're home, so, you know, from the UK kind of thing. But um, it was good to do it in your own country. You didn't have to, like, get on the plane, you know what I mean? You could just, you could rock up with dumbbells and stuff like that, you know? <laughs> just yeah, those yeah. little things of yeah, yeah. the benefits of competing in your own country. Mm. Yeah. 
And how did that bring any extra pressure, right? Uh, pressure. Yeah, I've had a little, I felt a bit of pressure. No, I'm not going to lie, I felt a bit of pressure just because um, you've got the young bucks in it behind you, mm. knocking on your door, you know. Um, and also you've got your family, like, you know, you know, wanting, you know, you're getting, you're buying t- all these tickets for them. They're traveling up, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, you don't, you, you want to get in that first call out at least. Mm. Um, so I like, but the things I like, the pressure, because that it makes me perform, you know, those sets where it's getting, it gets tough and you're like thinking to, why am I doing this to myself? I wanted to do it. I was inflicting it on myself. And then that was a difference. You know, like when pressure is there, I think I actually look better. Because I, I look at shows when there's no pressure. I just, last call out. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, did place. Mm. There's really, like, you know, it does help me as a person, my mindset when I'm training, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Right. And, and a lot of people, right, who, who are new to the industry and potentially, you know, the industry is growing all the time. So there's thousands and thousands of new people coming into this industry all the time. I, when I looked at that Arnold's Classic lineup, I thought, you are top three. You are top three, like, without a doubt. Like, with people who know your record, know that, you know, San Marino, Romania's, you know, all these massive European shows, you're in the mix all the time. Um, did you feel like going into that show, like, like obviously, I know Ryan Terry is there, but did you yeah. feel like, I-, I can win that show? Yeah, no, I did. No, no, I did. Yeah, yeah, I, I did. I, like, you had, it's a bit of a, it's a mixed emotions, but deep down, I knew I could do well. Okay, but then you question yourself as well, and you start to see other physiques and stuff like that. You think, mm, he looks good, he looks good, and then you start, okay, cool. But then you understand, okay, this is just, just mind, mind just playing games with you. I knew I've got the talent, so I knew if I bring my best, I, I really know if I bring my best day that I could beat, I think I could beat anyone on a given day. Like, I don't think I've even reached my potential personally. Um, but I've, that's how I, I, I do believe that. Um, if I bring my best, it's trouble. So, but because I've been inconsistent in the past in certain competitions, that was my only kind of like doubt. Um, but I knew that if I really, you know, put the pressure on the dieting as well and really go strict with the genetics I've got and the hard effort work effort behind it, I, I would have done well. Yeah, for sure. What What do you think causes that inconsistency, right? Um, sometimes genetics can um, be a downfall and you know you're training by yourself in the gym most of the time and you know you look in the mirror like yeah I'm looking good man I'm looking good and then you kind of take your foot off the pedal a little bit in terms of maybe your cardio or you might have a few like cheat meals too close to the show thinking that you can do a refeed because you look good and then you, you go you go backstage, you see some Italian, you just look hard as nails. Again, you look at yourself and think, I thought I was lean. Or I thought I was, yeah, I thought I was conditioned, but this guy's on another level. So that that's, it's just being complacent within myself um, and not pushing. Like I could be in the gym, I think I look great. I, I, just, I just keep training the way I'm done. I don't need to push myself too hard now because I don't want to get too big or, you know what I mean? That's, that's another thing as well. Um, but now I've learned just to push, just to go, mm-hmm. just let it go, just let it go, leave it all there, you know. Um, so I've learned that now, whether I get big or not, just let it go, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, you know, I find that does help. I mean, I mean I'm not going to get massive now. Anyway. I think I've reached in terms of size. It's just improving on like slight roundness and a bit of more heart, be, be a little bit harder. That's, that's where I've, I know I can get better. Yeah. And and does that frustrate you, right? Does that frustrate you looking back at some parts of your career thinking I could have been better? Yeah, 100% because there's a missed opportunities. So in 2016, when I got to Olympia, that was my first Olympia. And um, there was like 45 of us on that stage, men's physique. Um, and I got second call out. I was like, okay. But I was the first one in the second call out. But obviously it was numbers. So um, I was number 11. So I was kind of called out like second call out first I took a call right in the middle um, and then I got slightly moved out but leading that show like I mentioned before I did what I, I was having a few cheat meals because I thought I was in shape you know I was posting all these videos you know, back then you Instagram you just you know you post a video it just goes boom you know especially when you're lean and then um, 
I think I got a bit hyped. I think I got a bit um, what's the word? Um, no, I can't. I can't remember the term. But basically, I thought I was ready there, ready and ready. So I just kind of eased off, took my foot off the pedal, even going to the Olympia, bro. And I had like I had a sugar carb, a sugar a carb, a carb with a lot of sugar. About two days before, because I, one I couldn't handle, I couldn't handle a diet, and two I thought I was ready. So I thought, oh, yeah, I could do it. I did blow up. I was real full. But I could have been harder. Um, so it was just down to the diet. So that, that was a missed opportunity to be top 10. I was 11th in that one. Mm. Be, being top 10, you get back on the stage, just top 10. And that's when you get into the photos and the media. Um, so I missed out on that. So, yeah, there's, there's, it's just kind of believing the hype um, prior to a show. Um, whereas, I, you know, now I understand I need to just go all in, no matter what you look like, and especially now. Um, with you know the the standard of competition is like it, it goes up every year so you know and it's, it's going to be even harder this year to get to Olympia but I like that I like that so I can't become there's no complacency it is going in even from the UK there's some crazy physiques coming through so I know you know they're knocking knocking on the door already you know they want to beat me that's cool and I like that you know um, so there's, there's a show in, in July um, that's the one I'm looking to do it's going to be full of UK guys, right? So, game on. But I like that. <laughs> do, do you yeah. think, right, that age has helped you understand that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. age, timing, um, and just look like, you know, learning from the, your mistakes, for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah, for sure. sure. So, yeah, so, so, spin some things back now to your, to your early days, right? Like, um, we know how hard the card used to be to get... Um, we're mm. not saying it's easy now by any means whatsoever. Like there's more shows, there's more competitors than ever. Where there's more competitors, there naturally should be more opportunities. Um, but you know, you started your journey 2009. You were knocking on the door almost straight away. Uh, it took you from all the way from 2009 to 2014 to get that card. Um, you know, and there was some ups, some downs along the way. I know you had some good places, some some average places, and 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 obviously you got it in 2014. What was your journey like as an amateur? Was it something that you really enjoyed, like chasing that card, like guys do nowadays? Or so, sort of in it yeah. Something? So my journey is a bit, little bit different because um, I was in different federations prior. So I started like in some, like um, competition good fame in two thousand and nine, and that was that's now Miami Pro, right? So that's when I was just doing the amateur scene, fitness model, in it, the fitness model scene, and. Um, and I, then I went to like Miami, did a few of the fame competitions out there. And then I turned, then I went to WBFF. And um, I, I then got my pro card as a WBFF in 2010, I believe. Um, that in 2010. Was model, right? yeah, that was muscle model, wasn't it? That, that's what that called no, that was fitness model as fitness well. Model, model. Yeah, yeah. I was still in my 80s kgs. Um, so I was fitness model in 2010, um, uh, pro. And I... And then I did three years as a WF pro competing until 2013. And that's when I made the switch to the UK BFF at the time. Um, and I did the qualifier at Bet Theatre and then did the Grand Prix. It's at the Grand Prix. That's where I made my the statement, mm. um, the Panther show, right? So that's where I made the statement. And I got first place at the Grand Prix. I think I beat, um, I beat Romain. I beat, um, uh, what's the other guy's name? Oh, he's not in the scene now. Um, yeah, a couple of those I think Resto I think he was on there as well but um, yeah so I made a statement there and that, that kind of made me feel a favourite for the, the British finals later that year and then obviously going on that stage it was like uh, there was about 100, 120 to 140 competitors and that's all together obviously different yeah. height categories mad, mad numbers back then yeah so I remember it was like five in the overall six in the overall obviously you had to win your your lineup first, and there's still forty in there. Yeah. Um. So so, yeah. And then obviously it was only one, one pro card available. Um. And luckily I got that vote. But um, he, he, like you said, even though there's more opportunity now, there's loads more competitors at a higher standard. So it's kind of works out the same. If you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, I remember those final days, mate. The, yeah. There were so many competitors, they couldn't bring them all at once. Remember, they used to do yeah, two yeah, yeah. There was three rows. Yeah, yeah. there's three rows, and like you had to look, just wait your turn until you get to the front row. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, I those days, man. You know, yeah. I, I think those days are missed sometimes by by the guys because it was such a big weekend. Like, you know, the yeah. British finals, I think, is now building up to that again, which last year there seemed to be a little bit of hype around it. it was really I think cool. it'll get there. I think it'll get there. I think it needs to be more... Um, I, mean, I understand. I understand the model right now, but I think personally, it needs to be more um, glorified in terms of mm. you have to qualify properly. You know, so mm. so you get that top three or whatever it is to 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 get there, and then it becomes more of a then it becomes more of a kind of a the best of um, an event. Mm. Yeah, so I think it'll get there because the more competitive you get, the more you have to pick the quality out mm. um and then once you get the british final it's then like yeah cool i got to the british finals this is a this is a real achievement at the moment it's not like that i don't think um but i think it will get like that um i hope it does get like that anyway because it does bring a little bit more kind of like um hungriness to, 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 it's because some people just rock up to the regional yeah yeah cool i'm not i'm not gonna you know what i mean and just kind of waiting for the british final type thing but you lose that edge in the regionals as well. You lose that edge. Mm. Like I remember, you get that. You want to get that top three in the in the in the in the regionals. So you need to get that back again. Yeah, um, the, the invite alone was a big thing back then. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So that yeah. was yeah, exactly. So once you get, so I think that will that will make it a lot better for sure. Obviously, a lot of people will lose out, but that's how it should be. You know, you want to then okay, cool. I'll come back next time. You know, yeah. 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 It, it works both ways. Not only yeah. are you hungry then to get that invite, but then if you don't get it, you're hungry then to improve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah. how I think it will go anyway. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. And, and Ryan, I obviously know that you've got your family and, and you support your family through bodybuilding as well. If, if we look at bodybuilding as a whole, like, what does it mean to you? Like, what does bodybuilding as a whole mean to you? What has it brought to your life that you mm. may not have never had? That's a good question. Um, it's brought it, it, it's brought something where, where I can have an outlet for sure because I've always been into sports and obviously when you get to a certain like age you break Achilles and all sorts happen right yeah. um, so so it gives me an outlet to because I don't go out anyway I don't really do all that um, it just gives me an outlet to use my energy and and I always say to myself. Um, I don't want to be normal. I don't want to be like a normal person. Just want to, I want to feel different in some way. Yeah. So this gives me something to feel and look different. Even though I don't like, I don't like attention, but I still want to feel different. So it kind of gives me, um, gives me that outlet. Um, that's what bodybuilder. And also as well, it gives me, I mean, to be honest, if I, if I didn't compete, I, I don't know. Because I, I, I like challenge, I don't know if I'll be in this. I, I wouldn't be in shape like I am now. I don't think. Um, so it gives me something to be excited about every year. Um, I'm not sure of what I'm going to replace that when I stop competing, but we will get to that when we get to that. Um, but that gives me that excitement. I might even go gaming or something. Go do some gaming, um, <laughs> gaming uh, competitions, <laughs> uh, Call of Duty. But um, no, but it gives me. Um, that excitement to me and hopefully as well like me doing all prepping food in front of the family as well like little kids they 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 they're a sponge they suck these things up like they ask me questions about what's that do or what does that do why are you doing that um so hopefully educates as well and brings gives them you know a healthy upbringing and a healthy life when they get older as well so you know i think it, it bodybuilding is it's something that, personally, is something that gives something positive to you know to my life. You know, so yeah. What What happens right if your kids turn around and said, "I want to be a bodybuilder, Daddy"? Well, at what age though? They, they they see you doing it. Like I I knew I wanted to go and train when I was like fourteen or fifteen. I don't know about. Oh, that, okay. They, they okay. turn around and say, "Dad, I want to be yeah. a bodybuilder, and I want to go down the route of bodybuilding." What What would you say? Yeah, I mean. If you want to, I mean, you see me like say at fourteen, fifteen, they would have seen me do like training and stuff. So if you want to, but it does take a lot of sacrifice, as you can see. It's not the easiest of sports because it's a twenty-four hour thing. You can't really, you know, if you're serious and want to be your best, want to be the the best, 
you have to be doing it, you know, 364 days a year, you know, maybe have Christmas Day off. But, mm. um, but what I always say, to like, just kind of like, because I've, I've jumped from loads of things to loads of things in the past. So whether they stick with it or not, that's the part of their journey, isn't it? That's part of learning the journey. And um, you can only do something to find out if you want to continue it or not. Mm. Um, but yeah, crack on, do it, you know? Yeah, crack on and do it. Yeah. Um, they will fight, they will land in a place that they want to do. The mm. one, something that they want to do at some point, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Give, open up the door and then just let them see if they want to, you know, keep Yeah, exactly, that yeah. But, but I think as well, what it does, it shows discipline, whatever, like I try and show discipline, whatever I do. So when I came second at, um, at the, they were there, right, at the Arnold's, um, they said, oh, dad, you come second, Ryan Terry won. I said, yeah, that's, yeah, he was, he was a better man on a date. Um, and I know I'm going to get better and I'm going to come back again and do it. So it gives them like, even if something doesn't go their way in life, mm. they still got to carry on and, and, um, and, you know, progress and become better, you know, always try again. So even things like that, they're learning without even knowing, you know? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. And, and you touched on the Arnold's again there, right? So, again, with, well, you know, I was lucky enough and I am lucky enough to go, you know, be backstage at a lot of these shows. And, and I see you walking around again, you're chilled, you're relaxed. You see a lot of these guys who are very tense and bent up and mm. stuff like that. When, when you're going through sort of your pre-stage ritual, you see everyone is very, very different. Some people are headphones on, don't talk to me, head put up. You know, I see you and I know you've got your headphones on and, and I don't talk to anybody backstage because I know everybody likes to do their own thing. But what are you thinking about when you're backstage and just about to go on that stage and doing your pump up, eating your crisps? What, what are you doing? Yeah, that's the that's the most nervous part. I think that's the most nerve wracking part. I believe um, because you're just about to go on. You know, you're you're questioning yourself. Do you? Um, you know, am I looking good? Am I pumped enough? Am I? You know, am I sweat? You just everything is going through your head at that point. It's just so many things, and then and then I like when. You're, they're in the line and obviously the people are ranting in your ears. Come on, get in line, get in line. Um, I then try and okay, just, just chill um, and just think of my routine and try and just take my time. Because um, when you get out of it, things get quick, quick. Like uh, even I did it, even when I went on stage, it went quick. I, I moved too quick. You've got to just go through the motions in your head. Um, but prior to that, like pumping up, I like to talk to people. Because um, it makes me probably feel a little bit more relaxed. Because um, when you're a competitor and you've been watching all these people on Instagram prepping for the show, um, you think they're like superhuman people type thing. But they're just normal people like you. So I think for me, talking to them makes me feel just normal, just like them. So it's like we're going through the same thing. And that, that kind of puts me at ease a little bit, I think, without even knowing what I'm doing but it's only after when you actually think about it it's like you're all we're all just guys just train you know we happen to have a decent physique um and we happen to have um the the craziness to do the cardio and the diet you know um but we all just want to do well so when you strip it all away that's what it is and for me talking to them you kind of just get that and you're going cool you know it just picks me at ease a little bit um, but yeah, just about to go on stage. That's the bit where it gets me. But once I'm on that stage and I'm walking, I'm I'm ready. Mm. Yeah, no, just go. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. Is, yeah. is there anybody backstage right who you spoke to and you've ever thought that person is good and bad, just not what they seem on social media? Because I know I've met guys mm. at shows and on social media they're they're out there they're jumping around yeah. they're crazy and I talk to them backstage and you, it's not almost yeah. like boo to a goose and again not a flip side of that I know guys come across real cocky on social media and I talk to them and they're the most coolest guy in the world yeah I'm trying to and think it, I'm trying yeah. to I'm, try, I'm trying to think because I, I I knew um I knew obviously I've known a lot of them for a long time mm. um but I can't really think of anyone I mean Ryan Terry he's quiet mm. he's isn't and he can see he's obviously he's um actually with Ryan Terry uh he's more uh what's the word he's a very humble guy mm. he's more kind of a nervous person 
than you think. That, that, that he's more nervous than you thought. Very you know? introverted. He's very uh, yeah, very like, introverted. Yeah. Very like so, almost distance himself from everybody. Does yeah. his own thing. But then when he comes off stage, congratulates everybody. Yeah, yeah. So he's he and he, and then when he's on social media, he he has to really like um, work for that. Mm. You know, he has to work for that um, because that's not his natural. Like in front of camera, yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, if you didn't know, because I knew that before, but if you didn't know that, you think, oh, okay, he's quite a shy person, but he's cool, you know. Um, well, well, I can't come up through the ranks, just like, just like the UK. Yeah, exactly. Know? Yeah. He was the year before me, yeah. So he did 2013, got his pro card. Um, but yeah, so I can't really think of anyone that's, I'm trying to think of the other way around, that's that's loud on social media, but uh, it's quiet and reserved. I can't think, I can't really think. Yeah. Not in not in not in the men's physique world anyway. I think to be honest, I think most of the men's physique guys are quite cool. Yeah. Um, the the top guys are quite cool. Uh, I don't know about the bikini girls. I guess that's another story. But um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. I don't really talk to them to be honest. That's one. I don't really talk to bikini girls really. I don't really. Yeah. You know what I mean, um, I, to be honest, I try not to. I want those people to just kind of keep myself to myself a little bit off, like. I think that's where I'm just too busy. Um, and I don't even like to kind of know what's going on either. I just like, yeah, yeah. you know. <laughs> no, for sure, man. I get that. Yeah. For sure. I, I didn't know whether there was anybody who stood out. Like, because we've we, we've had Ray Edmonds, we've had Andre Ferguson. Like, those yeah. guys are, are sound as a pound, you know. They're, they're cool, they're chill. No, they're no. Cheap. Andre Ferguson, yeah. He, he, um, he keeps it real, man. Yeah. He keeps it real. He's exactly backstage. What he's loud. He will talk. But he does it on social media. So he's real. He's, he's a real guy. He's real. Um, he does. He's not an act. That's him. He's from. He's from the hood. You know. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I don't really. I can't really think of anyone else. I think. Mel, Mel, I, I. To be honest, I think most. I mean, I don't know what your feedback you've got from other guys, but I think most men are. We're just normal guys that want to kind of do well. You know. Yeah. You know. We're not. Not really up ourselves. Um, no, a, couple, a couple of the yeah. men's physique boys said there's a, a few uh, like bodybuilders who don't like men's physique athletes. Uh, like, yeah, yeah, I get yeah. that. I get that. Yeah, I get that because they're bigger than us, but the men's physique get a bit more traction sometimes mm. on the social media scene, only social media scene. Uh, so I get that little kind of conflict. I get that, you know. Um, yeah, but other than that, I can't see any kind of men's physique guys. Um, yeah, I think most people that train hard, I think they, everyone's cool because you come from a, a you come from a, a a beginning of you know of hard work. Mm. You know, bodybuilding is not a glamorous thing, is it? Really? Uh. So we're not like actors or like Formula One drivers where you can act a bit cocky. There's not enough money in the industry for that. So mm. I think because we're kind of a lower industry, you won't really get many of m- many competitors like that you know uh, sure yeah 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 and, and from somebody who who's competed across europe right across america do you see any differences in what the judges are looking for <laughs> oh man it's, it's so inconsistent i'm gonna lie i'm just gonna say it is it's so inconsistent i mean there is a little bit of a it just depends on who's competing but there is a lot of in, inconsistent kind of behaviors in terms of judging and and placing like from show to show like for me personally i go i now need to know who's judging mm. that's it that you know before i actually say yeah i'm 100 gonna do it um because i think it's just like that it is it is that bad um and it kind of sometimes that's for me that's the only negative on the men's physique competition side where it's this real like so inconsistent it's, it's still it's still subjective isn't it like you know, I, yeah. I, I always say that bodybuilding is the easiest thing to judge because it's the biggest, the hardest, the shreddest. You win. You know what I mean? Yeah, you win, yeah. men's physique, like it's, you know, say men's physique and bikini as well. Like mm. it's still, I prefer blondes to brunettes. I prefer yeah. dark to light. Like it, it's still that very, like still like that. Yeah. Because again, when you've got one guy who's got a physique, who's got blonde hair, crisp midsection, nice back, big chest, big shoulders. You've got another guy who's dark hair. Who do you go for? You're, yeah. you're naturally drawn to yeah. one or the other. Yeah, you know? I think it is tough. I mean, it is a subject sport. I think it is tough anyway, being a judge, because there's so many good physiques now. Mm. So it's so if you had, you know, competitor A and competitor B, they're both really good physiques. 
it's down to the judge who they like in the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So that person might have been, there might even be five really good physiques. Yeah. And the fifth guy, the guy that comes fifth has got a really good physique and people wonder why he didn't come first, but did they see the other four physiques? They're probably just, so it's just who that judge or judge's panel like, you know? Um, but I just try and go with the principles of, right, okay, cool. You, your body needs to look beautiful. So, okay, cool. You need to be nice and proportionate and hard. That's, that's, as long as you can try and hit that, mm. you know, um, then you, you just, that's, then it's in their hands at the end of the day. But I try and, and be undeniable. Like in my head, I try and be undeniable, uh, you know, to give yourself the best chance. Mm. Um, sure. But I've realised now, if you're hard and shredded and maybe a little bit flat, you might be able to still win, you know? Yeah. Especially in Europe. Especially in Europe. 100%, man. I don't know if you've mm. ever read any of uh, Dorian Yates' side of things. He was always saying that he would happily come in flat than rather try and be big and full. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially if you've got a lot of muscle for your kind of category, um, then then you can afford just, just to concentrate on dryness. Mm. Um, you know, I think in the States, on average, I'm not going to say in particular, in, in, on average, you can become, you can maybe afford to be a little bit softer, but um, rounder. Um, you can afford a little bit more than in Europe. Yeah, um, the European judge is like it comes. You know, it comes from just the history of European bodybuilding. It's more of a harder look, crispy, really, crispy, yeah, yeah, crispy look. Yeah, yeah um, not necessarily like round and big. It's more just crispy. So those judges are ex bodybuilders. So you got to think about it in that sense yeah. as well. Um, and that's how I think about. It. So okay, cool. He's an ex-bodybuilder, so I think, and he's from Europe. All right, you know, you just, you just try and just work mm. things out, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. And and again, right, we touched on this a couple of times. There, there's a real good crop of, of UK guys now who are who are pushing it, you know, who are pushing it. You've got a mill top of the leaderboard. You've got Jeffrey second in the leaderboard. Uh, you know, you've got these two guys who are, you know, a, a mill turned pro a little while ago, but hasn't been an active pro. You've got Jeffrey turned pro last year and then clocked yeah. up a little points last year as well. Do, do you think we'll ever get to a point where we see a guy winning the men's physique Olympia from the UK? Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely. I, th- I, and I think it could, be, it, it, it could be soon than we think. Mm. Um, just because even on the US scene, there's a, you know, if you look good, you're going straight to the top real quick. You know, so you just need that. I think normally, sometimes you just need that one breakthrough competition sometimes. Mm just to put you in front of one of the main head judges. And when the main head judges march you well, you can compete ev- everywhere else and do quite well. And that gives you the confidence as well to become a better athlete as well. Um, so sometimes you just need that one good competition, good, good result at a good competition. And, and you, can, you can do it and then move your way up through the ranks and straight into first place. You never know. Ryan nearly did it. Yeah. Um, and so, Rhea, Rhea for a prior example when she done the New York yeah. remember we went yeah. to the New York Pro we did that and obviously yeah. that Tyler Mannion head judge of that show went on to next show next show next show yeah. and judges know good. that you know Tyler's a great judge he's an Olympia yeah. head Olympia judge he's yeah. placed there in the top three she's got to be good we've got to keep her there exactly yeah you got it so you've got to get that one competition sometimes in front of the, the main people and then you can do well but I think the hardest thing is staying there mm. that's the hardest part yeah. Because you can get there and then as the years go, you just start dropping because new people come in. And I think from a judge's point of view as well, once they if they see a, a, a really good physique and they're new and it's fresh, to, the, to them it's like, okay, cool, I like this. Something new, you know, mm-hmm. a bit more exciting. And there you go, boom, they're in. That's why I think it's harder to stay to stay there. Yeah, I agree. I, I, think, yeah. I think Andre would be a, be a great example, actually. Yeah, Burst there you go. Fifth at the Olympia, burst into the scene, bang. Winning every, yeah, exactly, exactly. And even, but even like, um, yeah, but now he's kind of dropping back a bit mm-hmm. because, you know, he, he didn't grab onto it maybe or he had a few little, you know, ups and downs leading up to the shows. And before you know it, bam, new people are in, in his place, you know. Um, so you got to, when you do it, you got to, it's hard to stay because he could have, he could have even broke, he could have got maybe top three, top two, you never know, you know. Yeah, I think he just missed that opportunity. It's, it'll be hard for him to get back there as well now because there's a lot more people. Yeah, so it's one of those ones. Yeah, once you grab it, if you win it, if you can win it, 
then you know you're there every year, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's that's the bonus. But if you don't, then it's hard. It's not easy at all. I wish. One thing I always wish now when I would look back at the the um the the Olympia, well, I think it was 2013 Olympia or 2012 Olympia, uh, men's physique, whenever it came to I wish I was on that stage. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you could have just won it. But like Mark Anthony, he won it back yeah. then. So, I mean, I don't even know why he's not. Even, I would compete. I don't care. I would be competing every year. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> once, once you won the Olympia, you ain't got to qualify again. Yeah, exactly. I mean, he's got a decent physique if he trained properly, like yeah, kept yeah. training. You know what I mean? But just going to the Olympia is, you know what I mean? That's a that's a win, and you know that's a win anyway. Yeah, yeah, for sure, man. And and obviously Brandon taking the um, Olympia this year. Uh, did you see that coming? Um, Brandon. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he like I remember I competed with him in New York Pro in 2015, mm. um, and he was standing next to me backstage. We were just talking. I was thinking, bro, I was thinking, you know, he was. He's, you can see already, like mm. this guy is going to be, he's going to do well. Um, I think he come top three in that competition, I believe, in the New York Pro in 2015. So he's always been there. Um, you know, he's got a very good all round package as well. So. Yeah, he's and he's quite consistent for the last three three years or however, like even four years. Um, so yeah, it wasn't a surprise, but he's going to be pushed because there's a few other guys coming, like Diego and obviously um, what's the other guy, that tall black guy? Um, Banks they're pushing. Is yeah, Banks yeah. is pushing, and then you got all the old guys just hanging on now. You know what I mean? It's, this is what I mean. These new guys just if you can come with a bang. You know, you're fresh and you look good, then it's hard to to counter that, you know? It's hard. You, yeah. Obviously, I, I know the answer to this question, Ryan, and, and, but people will always look at these men's physique guys and see them getting bigger, but I don't think they realise how big the classic guys are. Mm. As Standing there face-to-face -face with these guys, how much bigger are these classic guys than the men's physique boys? No, they're bigger. They're, 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 I, I think... I mean, it depends on, obviously, the physique. But the upper body, there's not much in it. They are bigger, but there's not much in it. But it's down below where it just... Because that completes the classic physique. It's down below the glutes, the hams, and the hams, especially the hams and the quads, is what just defines that whole thing. Like, if a men's physique took off his trunks, his shorts, and put on the posing trunk, you can see night and day, like, the upper body is slightly smaller, and the legs are smaller, you know. Um, so it is a big difference, is a massive difference. But we've got bigger because they gave an extra how much pounds to the classic physique. So it allowed everyone just to go up a bit. Everyone's just to creep. You know what I mean? So once you do that, then we we've got a bit more leeway to go up. Yeah. And that's what's happened. Um, and that means we and, and what it means as well, because we don't, I mean, we still train our legs. But we don't have to train twice a week. We just train it once. So that means we've got more days to train upper body to get bigger. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Yeah, no, for sure, yeah. man. Yeah, like my sure. prep before Arnold, um, I did legs once a week, but I did back and chest twice mm. a week in seven days. Um, you're only going to get bigger, aren't you? You know? Yeah. 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 No, for sure. And, and earlier on in your career, I know you're very settled now in the men's physique class, dabbling into classic. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I, I, I like when it was at a lower weight. Yeah. Um. As soon as they put, I was like, oh, "That's long, man. I, I, I ain't prepared to do all that." Yeah. Um. Because you and you and Romain both went over to classic, didn't you? Yeah, I didn't compete though. I just did yeah. like a an off season, and I thought, yeah. you know what? Yeah, this, this, this. I think when I was doing off season, they put it up as well. I was like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah." <laughs> I'll, I'll just go back to men's physique because I was in a bit of limbo because I had a few bad um, results. In men's physique, I was thinking, I think my physique would would look good at classic. I still think that, but I'll need more size. I think I need another 10 kg, 10, 12 kg, and I'll look cool. But am I prepared to do that? No, I'm not. So um, I then went back to, I had a two-year break, went back to the and Romania show. Mm. That was my first time back, and then I did quite well. I thought, okay, cool, they do like me then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's the thing, it can destroy you. Yeah, you can't, like anyone, anyone listen to this now? Like you get a bad place in, cool. Just, just reflect, um, and maybe take a bit of time off, and still train. Take the time off, and then, and then come again fresh. 
you know sometimes if you do too many shows sometimes you kind of get you know you might not go your way or um get tired sometimes a, a break can 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 help mm. you know but you still need to stick with your training and start to enjoy it again and that's what i found you have to enjoy it to then be able to come back for i'd say a 12-week prep and hit it hard yeah, you know? yeah. A prime yeah. example is uh, young Jack, who I, who I work with, Jack Davis. You know, he yeah on the door for the pro club for a long time. Did the show in March, um, you know, working with somebody else. Did the show in March, didn't get the result. He, he said he's going to give up. Said he's going to quit. What did yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So, so I did his posing, right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I, so I did his posing. He came to me his posing, and obviously he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm going to do this." And then he didn't get the result that he wanted. And then he said he's going to, and I think I messaged him actually, and he goes, oh, I'm done, done with it. He sent me this long, like, kind of message type thing, like, just basically long, he just wants to get out. I thought, nah, I thought, nah, he can't, he can't give up. He can't, because he's, he's a good physique, you know? Yeah. He can get the pro card. Um, I'm, I'm glad he did. I'm glad, you know, you spoke to him and you got him back in there, you know? Yeah, yeah. And, and then went on and was the only person, actually, from the British finals to actually do the honours. And... And oh, the was it? didn't go his yeah, way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The only person who carried on dieting is a madman. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Carried on dieting. And then, uh, yeah, yeah but, you know, good, good look at the Arnold's, but, you know, yeah. he saw that step up and then we've obviously gone back and, and made the improvements. Like yeah, you got to, you know, yeah, sometimes you need that time from amateur because it's no joke, is it? Yeah. From amateur standard to, to the pro standard. Um, oops. That's all right. Oh. Go on, bro. I'm there still, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's no joke. Um but again, you just head down and start from level one again, isn't it? And build your way up again. Yeah. It can be done, you know? It can yeah. be done. And the thing is, people people sort of don't realise that when, when you're the best pro, in, uh, sorry, when you're the best amateur, you get your card, you're, you're a nobody again. Yeah, you got to start again. Yeah, 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 you can start again. Yeah, my first pro show was New York Pro. I always like to throw myself in the deep end. Bro, I didn't even get, I got, you know, they say 16th. Like that means just there's no place in everyone's 16 from from 16 onwards. Um, but I looked at the result, the scorecard, it said I wasn't, wasn't even there. So I was like, you, know, you just got to, yeah, you, you just got to start again, just got to start again. You know, you, you, your name's done, you're not your name was in the amateur scene, now you got to try and build it up in the pro scene. Um, but I you got to love that challenge, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. you got because that's the only way you're going to get better. I can't believe the scorecard said you weren't there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You could probably pull it. You could probably pull it up. Yeah, 2015 New York Pro. Yeah, it's a DN. Didn't I think it was DNS? Did not start or did not. Well, yeah, yeah, That's yeah, terrible, yeah. man. Yeah, bad. Yeah, bad. bad. I didn't say anything. I just just stood down this this left and just. Yeah, I wasn't. I just wanted to go there and see what it was about. <laughs> Oh, yeah. that got me right, man. I never knew yeah, that. Yeah. I, never, I never. First time you told me that story, man. I never knew that. Oh, yeah. yeah. I was right at the bottom. I was right at the bottom. Ryan Jabatis, DNS. I was like, cool, nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man. They, 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 you really have to start from the bottom. And that, and really that was Steve. And that was Steve. Yeah. That was yeah, Steve. Yeah, yeah. He was the head judge. And then now he's got, how many years later, he's got me a second place at the Arnold, you know? Yeah, like, so, you know, you got to. Just keep going, man. Enjoy the process. You <laughs> <laughs> exactly. uh, can't laugh, right? It'll get me going. Again, man. Um, but yeah, yeah. no, man, that, that's for sure, man. I think, again, I think people come off that amateur hype. They won the show. They got the card. And they think they're instantly going to go and bang the pro league. And like you said, unless unless you're Andre Jew, which there's not many of those guys around. Like, yeah, some can. Oh, exactly. Yeah, there's a few guys that can probably do something like close to that, that are, um, are UK guys and still act. Is an amateur could probably do something, you know, um, because they've been pushing, knocking on the door, and they still haven't got it, but they really do look good, yeah. Um, you know, you just need that lucky break sometimes, but um, there are a few that could push it, and it will maybe need only a year or say, you know, a year to kind of like compete. But um, even if you're not, man, just just in your own head, you just got to think to yourself, right, I'm I'm ready to go again, let's go, what can I do, you know, um. And then keep like so. Me now, obviously, I want to. My aim is to. Um, I mean, I guess it will be a question, but my aim is to get to Olympia. That's my yeah. aim for this year. Um, I know I'm, you know, say second in UK. Let's say I'm second in the UK. Um, so I've got a chance. There's a chance there, um, but I like that because that means it's not hundred percent. I need. I need to be a slightly underdog. I need that for yeah. me to be able to train hard um, and diet hard. And just get up in the morning at like four or five and mm. 
do you know, do my hour, you know? So I need that to push me. Um, will you um, will you do the Arnold's again, right? Yeah, I think so. But like Laura, she asked me yesterday, <clears throat> you could do the Arnold. I was like, um, like I've got until April to, to, to put it in, right? So yeah. I'll probably leave it to the day before, you know, <laughs> to, to, to decide. Uh, but I think I might as well. Why not? It's mm. in the country, isn't it? Yeah. And try and, like, I probably, actually, I probably will, to be honest, because um, I want to revenge that. And, like, Ryan Terry or not, I, well, I want to mm. get that. I want to get that. I know what I need to improve as well, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. And I know what I can do to improve, which I did do before. Um, yeah. I might even hire you as a coach, bro. Get, get me there. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, man, I got a few guys applying for that shirt. So you remember the young lad who I um the, the guy who won the natties? Um really yeah, nice yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Good shape. Yeah, yeah, he's applied for that. He's applied yeah. for that. He, he won the natties and is applied. Oh, you got to apply, haven't you? Yeah, yeah you got to apply for that one. Uh, but the, the one which is in July, you ain't got to apply. It's just no. showing. So yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Up, is he doing that one? Gonna... No, he just needs a bit more time, mate, to grow. Oh, okay. Uh, but any, anything yeah. is he's still a natty. Um, oh man, that's that's good on him, man. Yeah, yeah no, he's, he's he's on it, man. Yeah. He's good. First, first, mate, first proper off season for him, mate. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens. Yeah, We've got Tyler Smith, um, who who yeah. hopefully will get will get it as well, like a, get the invite. Uh, Jackson Clyde again as well, and they brought Figure back in. You remember? You remember Barbara? Um, yeah, they brought Figure back in, so she's applied for it as well. So got a few. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So oh, that'll be exciting. Yeah, yeah, that will be good. Yeah, no, it will be good. I'm looking forward to the Arnold's this year because, to be honest, I think it's going to be an even bigger spectacle than what it was. My gosh, it was probably one of the best. Like, for me, it was like in terms of just the actual whole arena, that was probably one of the best I've been to. Mm. Because when I did Olympia in 2016, it was inside the expo, so it wasn't really like that kind of spectacle. Um, I think the closest one. Would be Romania. You did. You saw it. Very right? yeah. serious lighting, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, but I think because of the stage and the way it looked, I think Arnold's is the production is, and they got all the filming and the production oh, levels. Romania is levels incredible, but when you look at the crowd, it's not that big. Yeah, yeah. where where's that? Sorry, Romania. Yeah, no, the crowd just like it's a, it's a, it's a nightclub, isn't it? Yeah, it's a casino or something, isn't it? But the, the yeah, production yeah. is incredible, but the crowd. Probably not yeah, massive, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I guess Arnold has to do it then because there was how many was it 5,000? 5,000, yeah, 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 yeah. It was big, man. Because I remember just walking out on that stage and looking, I was thinking, man, this, this is this is this is the one, this is the yeah. one, you know, and just watching the footage back as well, how crisp that footage looked, you know, yeah. when you look on that big screen, it's crazy. It's yeah, crazy. It's good, man. Yeah. I, I, I yeah. think the production is only going to get bigger and bigger. After yeah. this year, they're going to be looking at sevens and eight thousands, and then I, yeah, I, I think they can they can because they can build it back, can't they? I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, and mm. I think the goal spoke when I spoke to Ian. The goal mm. is actually to fill the stadium at the NEC, which is thirteen thousand people. Oh, that could happen. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could happen because there was people that couldn't get tickets for this one, mm. um, or didn't rock up because of obviously the like the sea the, the sea thing. Yeah, and um. And with that being said, if that's then obviously hopefully calmed down by then, then you're going to get more people coming, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I think that could happen, man. And yeah. I, I said to a couple of the amateur guys that I got, man, imagine that. Imagine doing your pro debut in front of 13,000 people. Yeah, it's probably the best type. It's the best thing to do. 100%. Best man. thing to do. Yeah, yeah. what we're doing now as well in the UK, I don't know if you've seen that, is if you win the Ben Weeder or you win the British final, you get automatic invite to the Arnolds. Oh wow! So, so when when is the finals? And before the on? Yeah, so you got you got the Ben Weeder, which is in April. You got the finals, which is in July. So yeah, you got to hold on when you're dieting. But imagine oh, British finals that. is in July. British finals in July now, yeah. Oh wow, they brought, that's that's quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so they brought that forward, and then if you win the Ben Weeder in April or the British finals in July, in any of the classes that they got at the Arnold, you get automatic invite into the Arnolds. As an amateur. As, as well as a, so, so you, oh, win, as a you win as an amateur, you get your card at the oh, final okay. of Ben Weeder, then you get pro show invite straight in there, yeah, straight yeah. in, yeah, that's the one, man. Mm. Yeah, I mean, you hold it, but that's you know, what I mean, you just July, August, it's not long, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah it's not long, 
Yeah, you've got yeah. August and uh, yeah, so really it's, it's at the end of July, so really you've got August and September, probably going to be eight weeks holding that. And someone yeah. gets that golden ticket to get in front of Steve Weinberg at the, the Arnold. Literally, you, you, probably, you probably can even get harder in that eight yeah. weeks. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's a, that's a good thing, mm. you know? That's a yeah. good thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think the next Arnold's going to be even mm. bigger and, and even bigger after that. So, yeah. So uh, that was going to be my next question, Rob. What, what are your goals then for this year? So obviously you're looking yeah. at you're lining up those shows, getting that done, getting the invite. Yeah, so obviously the, the Olympia is in, um, is, in, is in Vegas in December. So it's like 18th December, I think, the weekend. So it's quite close to Christmas. So um, they're allowing qualifications up to, I think, I believe November. Mm. Um, so pushing it, uh, which is quite good because normally it's like, about two months before normally September, September yeah in August or something like that yeah August yeah um, yeah exactly yeah so we've got a bit longer um, so I mean I'm sitting in fourth and I was only doing the Arnold so I've only done one show yeah because <laughs> it's eight points for like second place right yeah 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 so there's a lot of points um, so i only done one show I'm in fourth um, so yeah I'm hopefully hopefully I want to obviously qualify coming first. Mm. Um, and I believe I can do that, you know, if I turn up right. So it's either that or just get there. Just get there somehow, man. Just, just get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I missed out in 2000, whenever that was, when my Achilles. Um, 2020, I missed it. I, I qualified for Olympia, but I wasn't able to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I need to get that back again, you know, in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't see any reason why you won't be there, right? You know? I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I just got to come in a bit harder, I think, and that's it. Yeah. I think well, that, that, that I've seen you at the top guys, you know. I, yeah, I yeah. Push Andre when when Andre mm. would end that year, he finished fifth at the Olympia. You know, Ryan. Yeah, Terry, you push yeah. Ryan Terry. Ryan Terry is Olympia runner up. You know? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can get there. I just need that little bit of percentage. I think, and I know, I know, and there's certain things I miss and I don't do, and I, I know I can get that. I just got to get it properly, you know. Yeah, I'll be watching for the message in the DMs, right? I'll yeah, well, I'll message you, bro. That's <laughs> <laughs> cool. No, that's yeah. been really, really useful, right? I really appreciate your time, man. And just to finish off, right, where can people follow you? I know, obviously, you are one of the best posing coaches as well in the country. You do a lot of posing. Where can they follow you, DM you, find out about your services? Yeah, so so um, I've got, a, obviously, a website, um, justbelievecoaching.co.uk, um, and... You know, that's where I've also got my training stuff information on there. I've actually, this hoodie has actually gone live today, you know. That's it. On the website, yeah. I've never I've never sold merchandise, you know. Never sold no. that. Today's the first day. So if you fancy this sleeveless um, hoodie, uh, just believes. Pretty pretty decent as well, actually. Um, pretty decent. Um, you can get that on the, on the website as well. Um, yeah. And I do a bit of posing as well. I'm, I mean, the posing I, is something that I enjoy doing. I don't really like push it. Yeah. I just enjoy doing it. If someone, if someone messages me, okay, cool. Let's get in the studio. Let's do it. Um, so yeah, you, you know, you can message me via Instagram or you can go to my um, uh, website, yourposingcoach.com, I believe. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. I mean, or even just just go to my Instagram, uh, Ryan John Baptiste, and then you can just message me there. You know. Yeah. Ryan, thanks ever so much for your time, bro. That's been really, really useful. Um, cool. as I said, please like, subscribe, and share this. And if you do need any questions or queries answered, drop them in the comments below and someone will get back to you straight away. Thanks ever so much. Take care. Thanks for having me on.